Welcome to Plato's Gravity. I'm Aaron. And I have sediment in my beard. It's not sediment in your beard. No, there is. I swear to God. Look at this. Hold on. Hang on. And You're I, now pouring the yeast cake. That's not I, fair. I, I understand, but like the yeast cake, it was at least a little bit in the beer. Come on now. All right. All right. Sedimentary beer for Jason. <laughs> By the way, he, yeah, that's that's Jason, everybody. Sedimentary beer for a sedimentary lifestyle. So this week on The Sparge, we are going to do a, a fun thing. We're going to talk about Jason's trip to to London, specifically uh, two of the breweries that he uh, he visited there that he thought was uh, pretty damned uh, entertaining. And contrary yeah. to what Danny Linehan and Tim uh, McEwen said, they um, the beer scene wasn't that bad. The beer scene was... Well, let's add some caveats here. One... I don't know. Honestly, I love both these places for the experience that I had there, but I don't know that I would say their beer is great. Well, speaking of not great beer, let's talk about the beer we're drinking on the show today let's before talk we get about too that, deep into this. that shit beer that Linehan... I was... McEwen <laughs> made the recipe. I fucked it up. I, I didn't let it... I, I didn't let it ferment long enough. I have acetylaldehyde. You took f- directions from the goddamn Redcoats. That's what you did. Green apple in my beer. So I don't really care for it. And it, it this is kind of old. It's about a four-month-old beer. It's a homebrew, but we're drinking it because we're talking about Jason's European vacation, so uh, we're drinking it in honor of our time with European guests. Truth, truth be told, I actually kind of like it. I like the way that it, the parts of it have mellowed, I, I think I think it's it's actually okay. Aaron does not like it. I give Danny and Tim shit, but I enjoy this beer. Yeah. I think it has. It's still got the green apple in, plus some some. The idea was it's super super hoppy with noble hops, which is an interesting concept. And uh, I, I think we decided to call those noble hops. Oh, noble hops. <laughs> um, noble hops. Uh, because it sounds like a fun Japanese mascot. All right, all right. Uh, so Japanese mascot for the German beer for the British beer. Damn it, Hank! You know what? Why don't you tell us about some breweries, Jason? Uh, okay. So, um, okay. Of of note, I think um, first would be Camden Town Brewery, which I I do understand is in fact a large craft brewery in London. Um, and we might have talked about that a little bit when uh, we talked with Linehan and McEwen. It might have come up. I'm not really sure. It's fairly large. Um, and I ended up there by way of my Airbnb host uh, asked me what I was going to do for the day. And I said, I don't know. I saw the Royal, uh, the Royal Jewels in Scotland. So I went to Edinburgh Castle, saw the Royal Jewels. So I thought maybe I'm back in London. Maybe I'll go check out the British Royal Jewels at the... Um, you know, the Tower of London. The Tower of London is a wonderful place. I've never been. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's both a wonderful and a horrifying place. Um, and my Airbnb host, Fabio, uh, which check out Fabio and Jason if you need to stay in London. Fantastic human beings. Um, Fabio says to me, Jason, how much jewelry do you need to see? <laughs> And I say, wait, sorry, it's your story. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, and I'm like, oh, good point. I really don't need to see any more jewelry at all. What do you recommend? And he said, because we'd been talking about how I was fascinated by the amount of different cultures that all sort of blended together in London. He said, if you want to see a meeting of as many tribes as possible, go to Camden Town. Okay, which um, is not another town, actually. Is not, in fact, another town. It's a it's a Camden's neighborhood. It's a borough. I don't know. It's a place in London, uh, and they have a. Uh, he told me specifically the first thing to check out was a store called Cyberdog. Okay, 
which is a um oh what do you call that like electropunk that's not the right word um those are words frick uh no there is a word what is it i don't remember where they're wearing like leather it's not steampunk but future punk future punk but that's not it. That doesn't matter. But like, just imagine people wearing like Matrix clothes, like Neo from the Matrix when he's got that long leather trench coat. Okay, so Keanu Reeves. Yeah, so Keanu Reeves, but with like piercings and really stupid glasses. And I say stupid in a loving way, in the in the way that I wear a lot of stupid things. So I so checked out Cyberdog, right, which was in Camden Town, which was in Camden. Uh, and Camden Town Brewery was also in Camden, so I walked to Camden Town Brewery, and I had a delightful discussion with the bartender just about life in general. Um, and he was just like, he gave me uh, some stickers and a shirt just because I was up there talking to him, and we talked about his band. Uh, the beer was okay. Okay. They had um, uh, a Hell's Lager, I think, is their big... Um, like their flagship beer, and it is something you could drink after you mow the lawn. Or while you mow the lawn. Or while you mow the lawn. Before you mow the lawn, you could wake up and drink it, and it, it'll probably be fine. You'll probably be okay. If I go to if I go to Camden, though, I'm not going to mow grass that same day. No. I In fact, I did not immediately go mow the yard, So, uh, but I, I had it, and it was fine. Um, and I also had this... There's a thing that we don't necessarily have as much over here, but in the craft beer scene in the UK, it's slightly more common. There's this thing called a schooner. A schooner? Like a boat? Right. No. Well, a schooner is a boat. Uh, (laughs) um, That's correct. But uh, a dude walked up to the bar and asked if they did schooners, and the bartender I'd been talking to was like, no, we only do halves and pints. And he's like, well, fine, give me a half. And um, I start talking to the guys like, so can I ask you a really dumb question? And he says, sure. And I say, what the fuck's a schooner? <laughs> the fuck was the most important part of that question. Uh, well, and I believe. That's what I in fact made it a dumb question. At this point, I'm mostly through my flight of beers. So like, I think I legitimately said, what the fuck's a schooner? Like the most American thing I could possibly do. Just asserting my bald eagleness all over the place. What the fuck's a schooner? And this guy, Logan, um, he's a uh, solicitor, uh, was just talking about... uh, Well, he told me a schooner is just a third of a pint. And he made the point that if he's going to a craft brewery, one, he's going to want to drink more than one thing, right? Right. So you got a little short pour? Yeah, a little short pour. And if you're drinking something really heavy, you're not going to be drinking it fast anyway. So he was drinking like a 9% ABV something. But he's drinking it for a long period of time. And if he gets that big old glass, by the time he gets halfway through that glass, because it's taken him so long to drink it, the rest of the beer's warm. That's no good. That's not what you want. So you get the little glass. And uh, it stays cold for as long as you're drinking it because it just takes less time to drink that glass. You can try more things. Does it have a special shape, Jason? Uh, so technically, a schooner, I looked this up after I got back. A schooner is the term for a vessel you would serve brandy in. Oh, all right. Uh, so it actually, I believe, looks like a tulip glass. But in this case, it's just any glass that is a third of a pint. All right. So it's a third of a pint. Maybe it looks like a tulip. Maybe lo- maybe looks like a tulip. 
Um, so there's like there's like brewers in the U.S. who have they don't call them schooners, and they may not be exactly a third of a pint, but they have these little fancy tulip short pour dealies. Yeah, and actually that might be a schooner, but like you don't usually see them up on the menu, and it seems like such a brilliant idea. Yeah, I think uh, I, I for one love the short pour, and if schooners became part of the parlance in uh, the American craft scene, that'd be great. I would uh, 100% be on board with just ordering schooners at uh, every 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 brewery. But I had had trouble while I was in London finding uh, breweries that were open because there's this thing called the Bermondsey Mile. Okay. And it's a just a it's about two miles now, but it's a, a row. So it's of, misnamed. It's misnamed. It used to be about a mile, but it's a row of uh, tap rooms and breweries um, in this area that you can just walk down the street from brewery to brewery and stop in, try something new. Really, uh, really cool concept, but it's only a lot of the places are only open on Saturdays. And I was in Edinburgh on Saturday, so I, I couldn't stop in. So I was asking the bartender there um, if I were to go to one more brewery while I'm in London that would be open today, where would I go? And he was like, well, you could go to, um, and I think he tried to suggest Beavertown. Okay. Uh, but they make be- beer? I believe, I don't think they make towns or beavers. Okay, good. good. So I could, we could double check. Check the shouts. We're not going to do shouts. Nope. Um, but uh, Beavertown was closed. So he said, well, given that, you should check out Two Tribes. And I should say that both Logan, who had a very thick Scottish accent, and um, the bartender, whose name I cannot remember, who had... Tim. Tim? Yeah. That's... Nope. <laughs> uh, maybe Actually, it could have been. Who knows? Um, but he uh, both had a... He had a very thick English accent... Both of them were Canadian. Oh. Uh, And that only plays a a, a minor role. He told me to go to um, Two Tribes Brewery. All right. And Two Tribes, I looked it up. Do they have schooners at Two Tribes? uh, They do not. I don't believe that they do. But uh, Two Tribes is a brewery that's outside of, um, oh, man, there's a district where there's a bunch of music studios. Yeah, and it's actually walking distance from Camden Town, depending on what you define walking distance as. Three miles. It's within three miles uh, walking. So you can walk there from Camden Town. Uh, a bunch of people, like the only name I saw of a person who had a studio nearby there that an American audience would know would be Mark Ronson, who uh, you would know from Uptown Funk. You would. Uh, really? Uptown Funk? Um. Town funk you up, uptown funk. Fun- You've heard it. We'll play it after the after the show, and you'll be like, "Oh my God, Mark Ronson!" Mm. Ah, I'm so sorry. I wasn't more animated about uptown <laughs> funk you up on the podcast. I'm sorry, Jason. I'm sorry. Um, I- anyhow, oh, and I should say that Camden, uh, that neighborhood is the neighborhood where um, they tried to make, uh, oh, good lord, Amy Winehouse go to rehab, and she said no. Oh. That's where she's from, and they are all about her there. They, they love her there. They love her there. Do you and think I, she gets free schooners? I think she is 100% dead. Oh. <laughs> Again, I don't get the cultural references, so... Um, so, how about Two Tribes? Two Tribes was fantastic. Again, both the bartenders were Canadian. The beer was... I don't know that I would say it was exceptional. It was good. I, I probably enjoyed it more than I did... The beer, 
at Camden Town, but more so I like the vibe because they have live music every night. Right. So while I was there, there were three bands that played that night. Um, and that was just fantastic and unexpected. And uh, I started talking with the bartenders and they, because I look young, younger than I am, there's a, there's a thing if you're from a Commonwealth country. So if you're from Canada or you're from Australia or what have you, uh, those are the only two Commonwealth countries I know. You can get a two-year work visa in the UK. So you just go there. You just go there, get a job, uh, work for a couple of years, and you got to go back home, get the fuck out. But like, you can come visit, be more worldly. I think it's fantastic. And be, you can only get that, I think, up until you're 30. Okay, so Dep- only young people. Only young people, depending on um, where you're from. Some countries, it goes longer, but... Because I I'm over thirty, so I couldn't get that anyway. But like I look like I'm twenty five, so they assumed that I was also Canadian until I told them, and I w- I wasn't. But at that point, we're already friends. It was really cool because um, I got to go back into their cold room to see Ooh. their keg hookups. And normally, I think when Aaron and I talk about keg hookups, we talk about two different things. We talk about the Sankey line which we don't actually talk about that long, which is like a D-style connector. D-style, correct. Um, which Commer- is, it's the commercial stuff. Yeah. So most American commercial stuff is on a D-line connector. Um, and then there's Pinlock, or not not necessarily, there's soda kegs. Pinlock and Ballock. Yeah, Pinlock and Ballock, which I consider the same thing. They're not, it's fine. Yeah, they always, he always fucks it up on the podcast. Um, regardless, uh, so up until this point, I've only thought that there were two. In their um, cold room, they had like six different connectors. Uh, no, maybe five different connectors for uh, five different styles of kegs that they had to constantly like reconfigure lines to change out kegs for. That sounds like a royal pain. Uh, it looked like a royal pain. And interestingly did get, enough... Did you get the joke? Yes. They have a, they have a mon- I, they have, I get it They now. have a monarchy. I know it doesn't sound like I'm laughing, and that's because I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> um, but interestingly enough, they, they uh, some people actually keg in plastic. Okay. Because it's easier to recycle plastic than it is. Like metal, you can recycle. All right. And you can reuse for a lot longer, but like some people it's cheaper and easier to recycle to ship in plastic. All right. Well, I know like a lot of breweries in the U.S. Uh, have gone to like a plastic style keg. Not a lot, but a few. Really? B- because they don't get their kegs back from from places. So, oh. so it it's not that it's not a recycling thing. It's a finance thing. They don't care as much if people keep their plastic kegs. That is a good point. I think Daredevil uh, has some non uh, stainless steel kegs that they have floating around. Speedway, Indiana. Huh. Liftoff IPA. Yeah, we had one of those yesterday. We sure did. After we lost that Euchre tournament. Hey, we'll talk about that some other time. Some other time. So, um, we're, we're coming up on time, but did they say why they have six different kinds of taps, Jason? Uh, Six different kinds of taps. Because they're getting beer. They get craft beer from Australia, from uh, mainland Europe, from uh, other parts of the UK that aren't necessarily... It's because, and, uh, you know, American beer coming over with the D-style. So they have the D-style over there as well, I would imagine? Yeah, and then they have, like, their own stuff, and I'm assuming they probably occasionally throw on, like, uh, they might do... Did you have any cask ale when you were over there? Uh, well, the I mean, Innocent Gun, I guess, is probably the closest thing. They're, they're Scottish, the original, but I didn't stop in at a pub. 
Like I didn't. Uh, the only old man pub I stopped into uh, didn't have Cascale. All right. Um, that gives you something to go back for. Yeah. yeah. Some little natural carbonation. Yeah. All right. So uh, as we wrap up uh, this episode of the Sparge, which is about uh, Jason's beercation, even though it wasn't always only a beercation. Um, Jason, you have any parting shots? Uh, if someone wants to go to London, do you have any advice for them? Uh, oh, if you want to go to London, I uh, say no, no, no. That's a that's a that's an Amy Winehouse reference. Oh, I obviously <laughs> I, I don't like, don't the get the joke. Saying? I didn't know she was dead, Jason. She is so dead. She had all of the drugs. Mm. <laughs> she just a big pile and took it and died. And I really shouldn't be laughing about this. Yeah. Well, it's uh, mostly it's mostly like how much impact it had on so many people's lives, <laughs> and I say it, people were quite distraught, Aaron. Okay, like just torn up and destroyed, and I'm gonna make you listen to all her music now to all atone right. for the fact that I laughed because it's probably too expensive for us to have it on the outro. Oh yeah. Sorry, guys. Sorry. It's going to be Jason's band. That's true. Uh, listen to my band. Also, listen to go to. Uh, I would say go to Camden Town. Ask uh, the bartender uh, about life, uh, how he's doing and stuff, and listen to, hang on a second, listen to his band, which is called, I have a picture here, it's called uh, Rags Rudy, that's R-A-G-S-R-U-D-I, they've got some stuff on Spotify, and he was one of the nicest fellas I've had a chance to hang out with while I was over there. Um. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Well, if you guys uh, enjoyed the show, you can leave us a review on iTunes. We'd like that. You can uh, ask us questions uh, on social media. We are at Plato's Gravity on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and all. Also, the like. hang out with your Airbnb owners' cats. They they all have really nice cats, and they're all black. Every every time. Every time I go to an Airbnb, I hang out with the cats. And they're black, and it's awesome. All right. In the meantime, brew some beer and have some fun. Mm-hmm.